Welcome back to Crimax, where in this episode we're going to be talking about our very first cult. I'm going to turn it over to the beautiful baby bear to give us a little bit of a synopsis in what we're talking about before I get started. Okay, so before I run back, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate is the first cult we're covering on the podcast because I feel like it's really intriguing. It's something that captures a lot of us, and it's like... It's a UFO cult, so it's not something you see every day. It's not just a regular religious cult, even though it is technically a religion. But yeah, I guess we're going to test the measures of this relationship. Since UFO! We... <laughs> UFO! But since Cortland and I are in a relationship, it's be a really good test here since we have different religious beliefs. I'm excited to see what he thinks of this cult. So tell me our fun fact before we get into the case. So for today's fact, we're going to go over a fun little arachnid that originates from Europe or Asia. It's known as the diving bell spider. This is very interesting because it's the only spider that lives primarily underwater. Ew. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of really dull, dirty brown in color. It has hairs on its abdomen that give it kind of a gray look when it's out of water. But what it does is it lives underwater and it'll swim up to the surface, basically forming an air pocket with its abdomen or its butt. And then it'll swim back down and create like a bubble nest deep underwater. And it'll use that to as its oxygen supply to where it'll sleep, it'll rest. And, you know, it won't go to the surface unless it needs to, you know, resupply with air and stuff. But it pretty much lives its life underwater. So if you think you're, you know, scared of spiders in your house or anything like that, and you resort to, oh, a spider and just burn your whole house down, fire doesn't quite work underwater unless you're SpongeBob. So. Yeah, that's gross. I don't like that. Because, okay, if you've ever been like a canoe or a kayak and you see like a tree and you think there's a bunch of spiders in it. I'm just going to flip over, but apparently that's not safe either. Nope, they're, they're everywhere. Underwater now. I do not like that at all. Yeah. Can you give me like a cute animal fact next time, please? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyways, are you ready to get in today's case? I think it's going to be a little bit of a longer one. Absolutely. Bring it on. UFO. UFO. So we're talking about Heaven's Gate. It is a UFO-based cult in Rancho Santa Fe, California from the 1970s to 1997. And at the end of the story, we have 39 members dead. Cults are bad news. This is also the biggest mass suicide involving U.S. citizens since Jonestown, which was the original cult I wanted to start off doing cults on the podcast with. But uh, I just decided to go with Heaven's Gate because it's a little more modern. She did it because of me. I did it because of him. I did not want to do like a super Christian-y based cults first because we are, again, not the same religion. But this one is a mix of both Christian, Catholic, and UFO beliefs. So we're going to get into today's case. And do you have anything to say? Yes, which for the record, any people that practice like these type of cults and believe these type of things... You can't say they're Christian because they're not whatsoever. No, it's just based off of certain beliefs. I'm sorry, but if if that's what they want to say is that it's based off a Christian belief, then they're not following the actual Christian practices because this is not what it's practiced and this is not and stuff like that. So if you wanted to go with a more 
quote unquote religious cult or whatever, go for it because I, my answer is the same. It's not true Christianity because that's not. No, what I'm just saying is. that a lot of these cults based off of a certain religion and then they spread their own beliefs because of it, yeah, making connections. They twist it and, and yeah, whatever. So yeah. I mean, I've got no. I mean. Yes, he's very Christian. I'm agnostic, in case you didn't realize well, that yet. It won't bother me. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I didn't want to do this whole religion argument with you. You know, I was going to say on camera, but on audio. Nah. But anyways, today we're going to start talking about Marshall Applewhite, who was the leader of the cult. No, he also... That is a last name. Right Applewhite, there. right? That is a... It just screams almost like white guy. Can't say that, but I know. Well, I mean, it is true. It really is. By the way, have, for some reason, have most of our stories been in either Texas or California? Actually, this one's in both. It is in both in Texas and California. They started off in Texas, ended up in California at the end. So, yeah, actually. Wasn't Gacy in Texas or something like I, that? I think Gacy was in Texas. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, Waco. Waco. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't believe Maura Murray was, though. She what was. What about the ice cream? And yeah. first, and Snea Phillip was in New York for 9-11. Okay. So, so what about the, the ice cream murders? Yogurt shop murders. Yogurt shop murders. Yogurt shop murders. I believe that was California. So yeah. No, it's Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. So yeah. Austin, well, yogurt shop. That's what I was thinking. Is like, wasn't most of our like high-level crime in Texas, California? High-level crime? Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think of like we've had a lot of we just, like that. I don't consider that. We've had a lot of Texas, is, you know. Apparently, the 70s. Texas or California was not the place to live oh, in the 70s. Honestly, the 70s was the worst time ever for any serial killer or any crime. It's like the peak of everything because everyone's discovering new stuff, you know? So wouldn't it be the best time for them? I mean, the worst time to be a victim. Yeah. Best time to be a criminal. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, Marshall Applewhite was the leader of this cult. I'm not going to go too much into him or his partner's like upbringing and stuff because I don't feel like it's as relevant to it. You know, people become certain things. So he had a minister father. He also served in the U.S. Army. Then he's taught music school in Alabama and Texas. Now, after he was fired from his Texas music job for having a relationship with an underage male student, he was very upset. His father also died following this. And both those things added up to him being into a psych ward where he met his future partner in life, soulmate, stars of a line person, Bonnie Nettles. Now, they actually do not have a sexual relationship, as far as we know. I don't think it matters, but it's said that they were just, like, two connected souls, two, like, you know, yin-yangs, I guess. I don't know what I would want more. Which last name? Applewhite or Nettles? I would want Nettles. Yeah. Applewhite makes me think Applegate. No, I, I would just say Nettles is just funner to say. I think I it's kind of a cute name. last name. But still, I mean, come on. Oh, you have a terrible last name. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> You'll have some great initials, though. Yeah, if we work out right. <laughs> if we stop talking about religious cults. Now, Bonnie Nettles was working at the psych ward as a nurse, which honestly, later on, her being a nurse is kind of weird. But it's said that Bonnie was very spiritually in tune. She was going to like a bunch of psychics trying to get advice. They told her that she was going to meet a tall, fair man with some light hair. And then she was also hearing a monk's voice in her head speaking to her, which is why her husband divorced her. And yeah, she was like out there. So she was a nurse in the psych ward or she was a she patient? Was, she was a nurse working in the psych ward, but she had like a lot of weird stuff going on too. So maybe she was like getting things from the patients. I'm not sure, but she was like hearing monk's voices going to psychics. Well, I guess, I mean, if you need, if you need help, you might as well work for a place that can help. So then you're getting help and money. 
I guess. And no one's the wiser. Yeah, like, she's, like, going to psychics and stuff. She was also holding a lot of seances, even though she wasn't a psychic or a person like that herself. So she had a lot going on. And it's said that when she saw Marshall, they, like, connected because he was a tall, fair man and stuff. But... Yeah, the stars aligned. They all they had like an instant connection, and they decided to run away together. So, Bonnie was married. She was having a rough time in a relationship, like I said, because of all her weird stuff. Like that's weird. It's all fun and games until somebody summons a demon with a Ouija board. Honestly, I don't think Ouija boards or like seances or spirits and psychics is weird. It's hearing a monk's voice in your head that thing's weird. It's kind of weird. It is very weird. <laughs> but they ran away together. Like she left her husband and her four kids to have a new life with this guy. It's weird. And, like, I guess he can check himself out because no one checked him out of the psych ward. I guess it was, like, one of those voluntary things. Okay, yeah. But they started talking about, like, religion and their thoughts and, like, what they wanted for the world together. And they decided to, like, start their own little group, their own movement to, like, spread their message of what they believed. They also took new names so they wouldn't be connected to their old lives. They took Doe and T, which sometimes was Bo and Peep which is just cringy, but Do and T's what they primarily went by, which is like the music notes, Do, Re, Mi, Fa, So, La, Di, or something. Yeah. And yeah. It makes no sense, though. Yeah, that's the names they took. Why? I don't know. Yeah, it was the 70s. It's Everyone a cult. It's a cult. They don't have to make sense. <laughs> I mean, they have to make sense for some people, but... Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyways, in 1975 is when they started doing their like presentations to like, gather members. They had up to 200 people in these like recruitment meetings like a religious places they even had like flyers which had like a little bit of information the ufo was like the biggest word at the top of the flyer really grabbed people's attention to get them interested in what they were selling here which was themselves it basically said that ufos were going to take your body and raise you to a new ascension and start a new life and this also was like rooted in christianity to make them connect things people already knew to their religion to try to make it make sense so one of the things that they did say which i guess could make sense for some people but i still think is weird is they would say that the virgin mary from like the bible and stuff wasn't impregnated you know on earth because she was a virgin but she was raised up into a ufo spaceship and impregnated that way and then put back down to earth i know you're smiling what do you want to say nothing i just Thing that's funny. It's creative, though, right? Oh yeah. It's, I mean, it's creative. You want to, you know, take something and, and twist it. I mean, the, the Bible it says. I mean, the Bible says how it happens. So I mean, sure. Sure. If, if you don't want to, you know, just pick bits and pieces out of the Bible and go with it and not finish reading it. But I do understand that you can't be a virgin and be pregnant. Like it doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense in today's standards. But yeah. Well, I mean, unless it's in, in like, uh, yeah, but artificial the- insemination. No, well, what they try and get at is, you know, you have the natural, which is where we live and stuff like that. But, you know, God and everything, he works at the supernatural. So our... UFO supernatural. Our, our, <laughs> law, our, our laws and physics don't apply to him. So... Well, they could say the same thing about the UFOs. That. And the way he was... Yeah, but still, it's something... They could still, they can try and say it, sure, because to them... They can say whatever they want. Don't be offended. No, no, I'm not. I'm just saying. But, you know, even even in the Bible, it, you know, it still says exactly how Mary got pregnant. You know, it was visited by an angel, which, you know, told her how what was going to happen. And, and Okay, and maybe the angel was a UFO. An alien. Yeah. 
I mean, technically, that's a pretty good point, honestly. Like, I'm not saying I believe it at all because yeah. obviously it's a crazy cult. But I'm yeah. saying if you're, like, trying to make connections. Yeah, I, could, I could see it because yeah. that's the whole point of, of, of how humans work. It's, it's in our nature that anytime we don't understand something, we have to find a way to understand it. So we, we start making connections. Yeah. And that's where you start getting things kind of twisted. That's exactly how they got like a lot of that. members. They, they can't just take some things on faith. They have to rationalize things, and in some cases, that can be dangerous because then you start twisting things. Okay, whoa, 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 stop right there. (laughs) You're going to make me mad. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you start twisting things. Don't take things on faith. They're making their own faith. They can think they're new things if they want to. No. Well, what I'm saying is they're using Christianity. As a basis. As a basis. Yes. There is no... You're, you're going based off completely faith right now, and you have to understand that they're seeing this as a reasonable connection, and it makes sense for them, which is how they got a lot of like members. Is like, this didn't make sense to me at all growing up. You give me a connection to make it make sense, and I, I get it. I get but it for sure. All, if you read the Bible, it's all in there. Okay, but you know what? We don't even, it's just a book. <laughs> it's just a book. I'm sorry. For some, sure. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying this is what they said to get members to join them. <laughs> Now, the main point was that UFOs were going to take everybody and, like, elevate them to the new world. They called this transition Tela, which stood for the evolutionary level above human. So T-L-A-H. And that's pretty much what they preached. That, like, these things didn't make sense to you. Here's how we can make it make sense. And UFOs are going to take us and put us in a better ascended higher being, like, place. So... The facts were that, like, the aliens would go to the spaceships and they would get new bodies. Their current bodies were just shells that kind of held their soul in place for temporary until the aliens could come ascend them. The members did, like, a lot of initiation, like, rituals to start off. So they had to give up all sex, all sexual thoughts, any desires. They gave up their own personality. They were paired in, like, teams, like a male and a female, people who would not match whatsoever according to, like, what they thought. And then they would make them all, like, wear the same clothes like get rid of any like personal belongings, ditch all connections to their families, ditch all their money, give all the money to the organization. They would also have to do something really weird, which is like cleanse their body of like, besides the sexual thoughts and stuff, they would cleanse their body of like bad foods, fast foods and stuff. So they would do a combination for three months of water, maple syrup, cayenne, pepper, and lemonade every day. Isn't that gross? Cayenne, pepper, and lemonade? And lemonade and maple syrup and water. Okay, yeah, that is. Other than cayenne pepper, yeah. Because, I mean, cayenne pepper does have some actual unique herbal properties. I know it does. Everything else, no. You know I put cayenne pepper in everything. (laughs) I do. I put it in everything. I don't want to drink maple syrup. That just sounds gross. Honey, sure. Honey, yeah. They could have did honey, maybe some cinnamon and cayenne pepper. Mm, Nope. (laughs) That's how they cleanse their bodies. The members of the cult would, like, travel around doing, well, I guess it wasn't a cult to them yet. They would travel around doing these presentations, trying to join new members, doing any publicity they could. And they were leaving their lives behind as well as like their family and stuff. A lot of them were parents and married. They would leave everyone behind. And they were living really poorly, just traveling, trying to spread the word of this. And all their money went to the cult. So the cult had some money they used to like rent out buildings. They kept renting from place to place to place, skipping out a lot of bills on food and hotel stays because they couldn't afford it. They didn't have any new members coming in. They didn't have any cash flow. So they were living really poorly and really badly under those conditions. Eventually, some of the members were allowed to hold jobs in mechanics as well as computers because of their jobs. They could easily transfer if the cult needed to move for any reason, if anyone caught on 
to them being like really shady and stuff. Computers. Oh yeah, computers come into play here. Yeah. They were only allowed to leave one time in 1983. They were allowed to leave for Mother's Day to go visit their family and like really give their family like a reason like, hey, this is why we haven't been in contact. They told them that they were studying computers in like a church monastery type deal. So there wasn't much communication outside the world. They were really diving into what they were doing. But that's the only time they were ever allowed to leave. It's like one of those situations where like, we never said you couldn't go anywhere, you know? <laughs> so Marshall and Bonnie would often test their members' loyalty to him. So they would do things like one night they told him that there was a visitation coming, like the aliens were coming. They were going to come visit them and see like what they were about and like how they were doing with their transition and everything. So they had the members stand outside all night until like the morning, until like the sun came up. And then Marshall came outside and was like, oh, sorry, like false alarm. I guess they decided not to come after all because he just wanted to see how much power he had over these people, how much he could really control them and see what they wanted to do. What a douche. It was both of them. They called themselves the two when they weren't calling each other by the nicknames. Just weird. The two. The two. Yeah. Did I spell T O O? T W O? I know. I'm <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Like, who picks the names Bowen Peep? Ill. Little Bo Peep? Yeah, gross. So, obviously, he knew a lot of people were committed to this organization. Around this time in like 1983, there were around 25 members. Some of these members actually went and got surgical castration to prove that they had no more sexual desires or thoughts to really like get Marshall and Bonnie's approval, tell them they were really committed to this and they had like got rid of any limitations to their bodies caused by sexual desires, which is why they also wore like similar clothes, similar hairstyles, didn't like identify as a certain gender. Is that where the bowl cut came into? Whoever invented the bowl cut just needs to just I'm sure the bowl cut was around before the eighties. So in 1983, Bonnie had an eye removed because she had cancer, which is like, yeah, I know. It's really random. Eye removed? Yeah, she had cancer in her eye. She had an eyeball removed. That's cool. And at the time, she found out, like, the cancer was going everywhere else. And they were like, hey, do you want to get treatment? And she was like, metastasizing. Yeah, okay, well, fancy words. (laughs) But they told her it was spreading and that she could, like, get treatment. But she was like, no, I can't die. She's a nurse. She should know she can die. She thought she couldn't die because, like, she had this spiritual level above everyone else. Yeah, well, she brainwashed herself because she was a leader here. But she ended up dying two years later in 1985, and this really broke Marshall because they were, like, the two. They were a thing, and then one of them died. So Marshall was really depressed about this, but the followers said, like, what happened? And he said that her body was broken, her vessel was broken, so she had ascended. But earlier in this cult, they said that, like, you didn't need to die to ascend. They would come get you. But now she's saying that, like, you know, the body's dead. She ascended. Like, her body broke for her. So she was already on the next level. And everyone was jealous and told Marshall to keep on preaching what he was preaching. So Bonnie died in 1985, like I said, and they had a bunch of members still then. Honestly, only one member left as soon as she died. And, like, you know, he had told a lie that you couldn't ascend without your body, you know, being taken from them. From the aliens but they spent thirty thousand dollars on like promotions they were on a full page of usa today Aren't which is just squatting yeah how, the hell do they get thirty thousand dollars well they allowed some of their members to get jobs and they were like doing computer stuff for businesses and the businesses would help fund their expenses for the cult mm-hmm. which included this promotion which is a lot of money for a newspaper ad but it worked there was a lot of interest in it from it now who reads the newspaper i know Honestly, now you gotta buy like an Instagram ad. 
<laughs> pure cult. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And in the 1990s, they had finally settled on about 39 members, and they actually got their name at that time, which was Heaven's Gate. They had gone through a lot of names beforehand. So since the computer techs were making all their money from making businesses and everything, they actually were able to afford a small mansion in Rancho Santa Fe, California. Like I said, they were in Texas a lot of the time, but now they landed. Mansion? I want a small mansion. I want a small mansion, too. Actually, no, I don't. Because then you're like, yeah, pay for the electric and stuff. I can't afford that. But yeah, they afforded a small mansion, and that's where they all lived together. Actually, their neighbors thought there was only like three or four people living there at the time because they all looked exactly the same. Like, they tried not to be seen all the time, and then when they left, they were wearing like similar outfits. One of us. One One of us. (laughs) And in the 90s is when they first adopted the new thought that... Suicide is an option for how you can ascend to the next level. The Where's level. Where's the front bowl? Do you know what that is a reference to? I don't remember. Poison in the punch bowl. Family, Drink the Kool Aid. Family Guy made a reference to it, but I can't remember what cold it was. Jonestown. Yeah, that one. The one I didn't want to talk about with you. Yeah. <laughs> but I do because it gets me, and I love listening to the Jonestown tapes because it is so creepy. Like honestly. But yeah, they were sporting a small mansion, and this is the first time they, like, talked about suicide. That, like, hey, if you leave your vessel at a certain time to evacuate the planet, you can catch to the next ascension if you decide to leave your body yourself. You don't have to wait for your body to break down naturally, which originally was not their thoughts. But apparently, you can change whatever you want when you're in a cult, because you designed it. Yeah, because that's, you know, how stuff works. So in 1996, in October, they uploaded a couple videos to their website trying to warn people to evacuate the planet before it was too late for them, since it was like an imminent doom type situation. Marshall thought the government was trying to do like a conspiracy, suppressing all the information he was releasing, and that's why people didn't join. He didn't think that people wouldn't catch on to his bullshit. He thought that like, oh, it's a conspiracy. The government's suppressing off my information so people don't join and like listen to me, which I think is crazy, but people love a conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not much of a conspiracy person. What about the Mandela effects? Because I'm telling you, it was not burning stain bears. You know what I'm talking about? No. Mandela died in prison in the 1990s. You can't tell me otherwise. So now that they had, like, suicide as an option for their cult, they decided to go ahead and cling on to something people were watching in the news, which, or I guess Marshall told them this was a about the aliens but it was the comet Hale-Bopp it was like the brightest comet to be seen from earth in like long 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 time like decades so they thought this was for them they thought like they could say this was Bonnie trailing behind the comet on an alien spaceship to help them ascend so it would be a great time to go ahead and get onto the ship so there was a bunch of like videos you can actually watch like two hours of it online like on YouTube I watched a little bit of it today where the members are saying goodbyes to the planet, to their families, to their whole lives and whole spiritual like journey, whatever. They're talking about how happy they are to be doing this. And they're like really enthused. And I don't know. It's just kind of weird that like so happy to be doing this thing. Do you think that's weird? They're like saying goodbye and like so excited to move on. Or do you think that's like to be expected from brainwashed people? No, it should be expected without a doubt. They don't believe that they're dying. Yeah. It's like, like a common thing with cults. They don't believe they're dying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't know anything about Waco. I was going to be like, you know, except Waco where they didn't want to die. Sorry. (laughs) No, sorry. 
So before they decided to end their lives, they had one last meal. Would you like to guess where they had their last meal? It is KFC. No, no, no. I was going to say it's known for their pot pies. It's Marie Callender's. It's Marie Callender's. I, I didn't know there were actual restaurants. Neither did I. Yeah, I thought it was just like a frozen food thing, but Marie Callender's is actually a restaurant chain. Oh. Yeah, they had a... I've never seen a restaurant. I haven't either. No. I just found out Bob Evans wasn't just instant mashed potatoes the other day when we had breakfast. Right. <laughs> what about Uncle Ben? I mean, he did he makes rice. rice. I don't know. Poor guy. It's a shame he got shot in the street. What are you talking about? Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't like Spider-Man. You know that. I know. Anyways, they had their last meal at Marie Callender's. They all had the exact same meal because that's what you do when you don't have a personal identity. What if you don't like something they ordered? You just eat it anyways. I guess you do, right? You have to. Why not? You can't be the one out of 39 people not you eating it. You can't arrive where you're going hungry. Yeah, you can. You're dead. <laughs> You know, but they had iced tea. They had salads as their like appetizer. Is it an appetizer? Yeah, appetizer. Then they had salad. Definitely isn't a main course, that's for sure. No, I just couldn't think of the word. It's like their pre thing, like their before meal. Anyways, they had turkey pot pie as their main course, and then they finished off because you gotta treat yourself for your last meal. They had a dessert which was blueberry cheesecake. Ooh, I know it sounds so good. Cheesecake. I know, but like turkey pot pie, really. I don't know. Choices. Choices. I mean, I guess if you're le- like eating lean and stuff, you just purge yourself for three months to get into this cult. Might as well. But anyways, on the day of March 26, 1997, the members got dressed in all identical outfits, black track suits. These really hideous, which people like, dis- this actually was discontinued after this. This really ugly Nike sneaker. They were so ugly. The tracksuits weren't that bad, but they were really ugly. And Nike caught so much flack after this. People were like, mm, why they choose these shoes? Mm, that they had to discontinue the shoe afterwards. But like, they wore black tracksuits and white sneakers. They also had like a little armband on that said something really funny. I think it's funny. It might be not. I don't know. You ready? You ready? It said Heaven's Gate away team. Away team? <laughs> away team. Like you're a sports team. <laughs> Come on, that's funny. <laughs> Shakes head in disappointment. <laughs> Heaven's Gate away team. That is just like the peak of comedy right there. It is just so on the nose. And I don't know. I feel like that was the best part of this whole story for me. <laughs> but yeah, they were wearing um, the identical outfits and everything. You can actually go to the Museum of Death in California and see like they have a whole exhibit of Heaven's Gate, like they have the actual shoes people wore, they have the actual tracksuits, they have like all kinds of stuff if you want to see it, or you can Google it, of course. But what they did that morning, it was a three-day course, so it took three days for all of them to commit suicide, which I think is odd. But you know, they did 15 the first day, they had nine the next. But it was in like three groups of suicides for over three days. So I guess we can't technically say it was a march. They didn't want to crowd the mothership. I know, right? Well, you had three days to get on. What the? I don't know. But what they did is they took some barbiturates, mixed it with applesauce, you know, to make it go down smoother, and then apple washed it. Good. Yeah, but then they washed it down with alcohol. I mean, I guess, but like drink it with the alcohol. Why you gotta have applesauce in the mix? It's just weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, I take a swig of vodka, I can drink some applesauce, I can drink some barbiturates, you know? I don't know. Just seems weird. I, don't I know. Have any ideas. What? I don't have any ideas. What are you talking about? Squinting menacingly. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, they did all of that. They laid in their bunk beds. They didn't have a lot of beds. They didn't have 39 beds. So some of them were like sitting on the couch. Some of them were laying on like a little cot in the living room. But they were all laying identically like flat. And they looked all the same when they were dead. So if you see a bunch of the pictures from the crime scene, I guess, yeah, I guess suicide is a crime technically. Mm-hmm. It's frowned upon. Yeah. Um, the, the crime scene, they all look identical. Like You can't tell who's white, who's black, who's woman, who's male. They didn't have that identity. But honestly, over majority was women. And I, I don't know if it's controversial to say this or not, but I do think women are more susceptible to being in a cult. Do you agree? Or like, I agree. Yeah, I feel like they're more susceptible to being in a cult. Because it's all about playing with emotions. And You think women are more emotional? I feel like women stereotypically yes. Yeah, I feel like maybe not in today's society, but back then. Yeah, yeah. on like like a personal, not personal level, but like on a I'm a chick kind of level. I think women oftentimes try to look for a reason for things more so than men. Men just kind of do things. Women look look for a reason for stuff, and I feel like that's how they like try to find their meaning or something. If that makes any sense without sounding mean, it's just, I yeah. think they're more susceptible to it. I'm sure I'm trying to figure out how many of, like, did they kill themselves the night after they had the dinner? Yeah. Okay. The same night? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I'm still trying to figure out how many of them actually threw up. Because they've been purging for for this long, you know, however many months. And oh, no, they purged to get in. You can eat after. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can eat after. Oh, you just had to purge yourself of all fast foods and stuff. Oh. Yeah, they enjoyed waffles. They even, like, measured their waffles. Like, you know how they were, I said they were in teams, like a girl and a boy were in a team. Like, if one was making waffles for morning, the other one had to measure it, make sure, like, the right size to eat. Yeah, I know. It's weird. That's the right size. They were all, they're just so anal about everything. So they all lay in their bunk beds looking identical. They also had a little pouch, like a little pack beside them, which included their ID so they could identify the body. Oh, good. They had fanny packs. Yeah, they had little packs. Nerds. Packs beside their beds so they could, like, give the ID so the family would know who they were so they could identify them since they knew this would be on the news. They also had a little bit of money with them. They had a $5 bill and three quarters. Every single one of them had a $5 bill and three quarters. That's weird. I did some research into, like, what that meant. And the only thing I could find is they always had a $5 bill on them in case they ever got stuck somewhere and needed a ride home. And they had three quarters for a payphone. Why they each had this in a little backpack thing beside their body when they wouldn't need this to, like, travel on i don't really know et phone home <laughs> trying to call home <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know what that was about like why would you need that you know yeah but, i got nothing yeah it's weird the suicides took three days like i said and marshall applewhite the leader of said cult since bonnie was dead was actually the last group of them there was four people in the last group he had three... the leader didn't kill himself he had three assistants help him do it why you thought of this plan yourself and you always just dis- the leader always dies last no see what it normally is is the leader just doesn't die he does all of this and he cowards out at the end like jim jones oh, i didn't even know that i just figured that's that's like the most stereotypical thing is that you have this leader who brainwashes everybody and then in the end he, he can't even follow through on what he's been preaching like hitler you know, mm-hmm. like he gassed people and did all these horrible things. People and then just shot himself. Yeah, pretty much. Jim Jones did the same thing. He poisoned 900 people and then shot himself. Yeah. Because he was too cowardly to like do the same thing himself. No. They're so weak. They're so weak. I hate these men. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> it's always a man. Why is it always a man? I want to find a female cult to like research. I think that'd be fun. Okay. As long as you don't find one to join. 
No. I'm actually not susceptible to cults. I, I can tell people's personality. I know I'm not susceptible to it. Mm. I don't think you would be either, honestly. We'll see. <laughs> hey, babe. Yeah. You want to join my cult? No. <laughs> Wait, what's in the cult? <laughs> Four cats. <laughs> That's pretty tempting. <laughs> Anyways, Marshall was in the last group of four. He had three people help him commit suicide, and they, like, killed themselves afterwards. And they left a couple members alive to, like, tell everyone what happened to them to keep their website running and all that. They also had a bunch of members who left right before or chose not to commit suicide that day that, like, hung around. So it was not 100% mandatory, apparently. But 39 people, 38 plus the leader decided to, like, hit that comment, you know? <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Hit that like button. Hit that like button, you know? <laughs> Give us a good rating on Spotify. <laughs> Anyways, the sheriff's department got an anonymous tip probably from an existing member to go check out the mansion where they were, and they found all the bodies, and they thought it was really weird they all looked exactly the same, which it was, and it is. The story blew up. There were even, like, Marshall's face on the cover of Time Man- Magazine as, like, this really... You know, what happened? This really weird cult. Why did 39 people kill themselves? It's strange. It's like the biggest suicide on U.S. soil, I think. And again, the biggest one U.S. citizen since Jonestown in the 70s. And it was just, I don't know. That's, I mean, that's kind of it. They just killed themselves. Yeah. It really makes me want to watch iRobot. Really? Kind of makes me want to watch Bicentennial, man. That's a good movie. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, but with, with us, because I keep saying one of us, that's actually part yeah. of the scene. And then, of course, the whole conspiracy thing, and that's a whole thing with, with the movie. So I'm like, I don't know why, but I, I want to watch uh, High Robot. But Bicentennial, man, oh, I love Oh, such a good I miss movie. Williams. He's I such know. a good guy. I know. Oh, my gosh. But, um, like, there's an HBO documentary on this cult that I haven't watched yet. If anyone, you know... If it's good, let me know. Send me a DM. Tell me if it's good or not because I love HBO and I have it. But, like, I need a little bit of a break after The Vow because that was just a lot. You didn't watch The Vow. Hell no. It was about, like, a celebrity sex cult, kind of. Oh, The Vow. The Vow. Okay. I thought we were It was about Nexium. About... Okay. I thought it was something like the whole bridesmaid type thing. What bridesmaid? Or the whole, uh, what is it, where they do, like, a, a, a drama show of, like, they have this one woman and, like, all these other guys are trying to get with her, so they do, like, a reality Bachelor? Show. Yeah, The Bachelor. Sounds like no. The Bachelor. I was like, The Vow. I was like... I don't watch garbage I like know, that. I realized after you said it that, wait, she doesn't watch stuff like that. Yeah, I don't watch garbage. It sounds like it, so that uh, would be an instant. No, The Vow is a nine-part documentary series on Nexium. Yeah. Why have I heard that for? Nexium? Yeah. I don't know. Probably because he got sentenced to, like, a lot of time. They, like, branded women, like, by their crotch. Hey, Brent. I don't want to know. You held him down with the firing axe thing, and you go into their skin. That's cool. Yeah. Good for him. I guess. I mean, him, but, you know, yeah. a lot of people did, apparently. You know, I don't understand. People always, like, especially this, like, Marshall Applewhite guy, people think cult leaders are so charming, and I don't ever find any of them charming when I listen to them or anything. They said that, like, Marshall was really good at, like, giving you eye contact, and every picture I see in him looks like a bulging eyed creep. Mm-hmm. So, like... I don't find these people charming. I will admit to one person I found charming, and it was Ted Bundy. And I'm sorry. I don't think he's hot. I don't think he was hot. But I did think him, like, testifying for himself in court, He, I kind of laughed a little bit when he made jokes. It was kind of funny. I know it's wrong, but, like, the rest of them I don't find charming. 
You gotta say something good after that because I don't. It sounds really bad for me. Well, I mean, you're also looking at it from a different side. You're not looking at it from a firsthand perspective. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's because I know they did bad stuff. That I don't find these people charming. Yeah. But like this guy, this dude was creepy. Yeah, but you're only seeing like it through videos and stuff like that. You're not seeing it as, you know, a first, like I said, a first person view type thing. Yeah. There, there's a lot of elements going into being charming to where yeah. if you, you know, it's, it's not maybe not watching a video, but in person, there's other subtle things that he could be doing and stuff like that, that just messes with your your psyche and kind of persuades you i get that it's an art yeah i know i get that like have you ever took that love language test no well there's like a test to like tell you what you're into for like compatibility or like physical contact or something like a bdsm test no i've taken that too and i got a brat (laughs) (laughs) what apparently i'm into brats okay well gross don't tell me that (laughs) but like no there's this like this love language test and it really tells you like Someone said it'd be good to see if you were, like, able to be manipulated and stuff. Mine is physical touch, so I feel like if someone was, like, trying to talk me into something and they touched me, I liked it, I'd be susceptible to it. But, like, just watching videos or people, like, giving me gifts and stuff, I would not be susceptible to it. So. It's all about the senses. Yeah. A lot of these people look like they smell bad. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, cult people usually just seem kind of (laughs) greasy. Or, like. Usually they're well-maintained. No, not like like the Nexium guy, this apple white guy. They just look so like not kept. But they could smell like peaches. Do you know the song Peaches? I hate that song. No. Oh, it's so annoying. The only peaches I know of are just, uh, the the food. No, the baby mammoth on Ice Age. I don't remember that movie at all. I just remember the score was cool. Continental Drift. Yeah, yeah I don't remember it. <laughs> peaches. But anyways, do you have any other like? What do you think about this cult like? The UFO stuff, it's weird, right? There was a lot of, like, 70s UFO cults. This one just happens to be notable. Yeah, I don't even know what got them started in thinking, oh, hey, UFO. I don't know, especially since Bonnie was into, like, Like, spiritual stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's because they saw one, you know? Have you ever seen anything UFO? Would you believe in aliens? A UFO is nothing more than an unidentified object. You know what I'm saying? You can look up and see 5,000 okay. UFOs. Okay, do you believe in aliens then? Have you ever uh, had anything happen? I don't know. Me, I don't believe in something really until it comes up. I, I neither believe or don't believe. So having life on different planets or anything like that, I mean, I don't know. I don't believe that there's fully functioning, like, people or humanoids on other planets but like with me life could be anything from like bacteria organisms things like that maybe you know on other planets and stuff or things like that but like little green-headed men or humanoid things or anything like big like animal aliens or something area like that. 51 yeah oh uh, i know area 51 i'm sure exists but like as towards like on other planets wise i don't you know i don't believe in it but i don't also I wouldn't also say if they actually found proof that I, you know, wouldn't not believe in it, I guess. Like, I just, as much as I would like to say when it comes to... You're open put, to it? Putting outside of religious religious reasons. Uh-huh. Sure, but I'm not going to believe it until I see it. Okay, that's fair. That's what most people think. Yeah. I mean, I've seen something, but I'm yeah. not like 100%. So I'm not going to say for sure, no, not at all. But I'm not going to say, yeah, I believe there, there's something out there. I mean, there could there be. There could be. There could not be. Yeah. 
I mean, I saw something one time that made me think, okay, there's a possibility, because I used to be like, no, 100%. I mean, there, I've seen documentaries and stuff like that where there's like, where we have found planets where there's possibility that it can support life, where there like used to be water on Mars. Like apparently Mars used to be Earth-like. So, or like they found certain types of bacteria and stuff, like, uh, you know, fun fact, if anyone knows about tardigrades, those are little like polar bear looking bacteria that can survive in the vacuum of space. So, you know, there's those floating around. So, I mean, there is life out there, just not in the form that we think. Like, I don't think we're going to find, oh, it's a cute little alien puppy. Right. That's a alien person or whatever so you don't think there's like lizard people because i don't believe not until i see it no you know like they say like celebrities are like lizards yeah i don't get that i don't get it it doesn't spark me at all yeah. no but i have seen a color i've never seen before like it was it was sketchy but you know you've seen a color you've never seen before yes okay so have i when i was a kid no but i'm like saying like it was in the sky and it was weird and it was creepy and it was in the middle of the night on like a back road it was sketchy as but I'm not saying I'm 100% believe it might have been an alien, but I'm 100% saying it wasn't, you know, I don't know. It wasn't? I'm not saying it wasn't. <laughs> not not that it wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Heaven's Gate, weird one, right? Oh, yeah. 39 sure. people. That's a lot of people to brainwash. Well, I mean, really, when you start brainwashing a couple and then they start brainwashing people, at that point, you're not really doing much work. The Your, your people set it up for you, and then you just have to be charming and whatever, and that just solidifies it yeah but like you're giving up your whole life you're giving up your kids you're giving up your like partner you're giving up everything you're giving up all your money and then you're like hey yo i'm out peace comet ride you know it's weird <laughs> yeah pretty much but again like i said it goes back to they're not believing that they're dying they're not they don't believe that yeah know. but one dude told you this there's no proof oh no yeah you know but then, oh, never mind yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say the same thing about every other religion you don't have any proof you can make proof wherever you want to see it. Yeah. So, anyways, thank you for joining me for this cult episode. I hope to do more if you guys like it. Oh, yeah, definitely. And next week, I will have a better cute animal fact. Thank you. I'm tired of doing, like, weird-looking animals. I want a cute one. Oh, you know they love it. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.